Dark Phoenix, Spider-Man Far From Home. That's all this no, year, right? They don't get money from that. That's Sony still. I'm sure they get they get some. The, that what was the deal. About? That was the deal. They uh, Marvel only gets money for movies that they release that Spider-Man appears in, and then Sony only gets money for like re- movies they release. But they're not going to get all the money. That was their deal. It was just like a straight trade. But interesting. Isn't Far From Home the last Spider-Man movie? And doesn't he go back to Sony after this? Because I, I remember reading maybe, some of what the deal maybe, looks like. I, but ooh, producers we'll note: we're not even in the f-ing no, episode. Yet. God, <laughs> this is not going to note film rights bullshit. Al contraire, Austin, you are going to note film rights bullshit. So uh, Sean and Brock are right. According to Collider, the deal that Sony and Disney struck up was, uh, yeah, the standalone Spider-Man films. Sony produces and gets all of the box office on that. Um, the movies that Spider-Man appears in, the Marvel-produced ones, Marvel gets the box office. And the deal was only for five movies, which has, after Far From Home, has happened. So they're going to have to renegotiate, or that might be it for Spider-Man in the MCU. So now you know, and uh, sorry for starting this episode so nerdy. So The Lion King. Okay, Lion King. Aladdin. Aladdin. Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4. Star yeah. Wars. Yep. Is it, we're talking about Disney oh, we're talking about yeah, like the whole year. year. Dark Isn't Phoenix. The rest of the year. But is that, that Disney officially? Yeah, it is. Even though they made it before the merger? That's what I was asking. Yeah. They're not get, well, where would the profits go? Yeah, the profits go to Disney at this point. They would yeah, go to they Disney. Would. They'd have yeah. to oh, Maleficent. Uh, in what? this year? In, in October. There's that's a, too there's many. There's another Maleficent? Yeah. That's too many. Frozen that's, 2. That is, <laughs> is that Frozen, this year too? Frozen that's four live action remakes of animated movies. That's insane. And it's not even... That's not even counting the. Sorry, I'm doing air quotes. Live action reboot of Lady and the Tramp that's going to be on Disney Plus this year. They're doing that. Why? They're dogs. Justin, <laughs> Justin Theroux and Tessa Thompson. Why? They're dogs. Are the dogs? Yes. Why? Oh, no, they're watching it. <laughs> they're going to watch it. <laughs> Why are you hiring hot people to be voices of dogs? I mean, Wait, it worked what? with John Travolta as Bolt. He's it did bag. work. Everyone loved it. Oh. And- <laughs> <laughs> it did Wait, work. And God Everyone is he sexy. It. And so much I believe your hair. father plays a dog. What are you trying to say? Yeah. I'm saying he's not a hot person, so he should oh. be playing a dog. Oh, okay. Never mind. No. Oh. <laughs> 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 what if I vehemently disagreed? We'd have a problem. That you'd, We'd you'd have like a long not? conversation. No, he's, he's hot. A, he's a hot man. <laughs> Got all this. This is I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> no, now, now Bill's intro to it has to be. You're listening to. I'm Bill, I'm your, hot pants farmer. <laughs> I'm your hot announcer. You're listening to the Unpop Podcast, and I'm uncomfortable. I was telling Austin, I kind of want to do a bit where we just say, have like somebody pretend to be the lawyer, doing a really quick disclaimer of these opinions are all our own. Yeah, he's worried that people are going to become outraged because we say things. The four people. Because we tell who, jokes. Who listens to this? So he well, wants to I'm do a sa- fake disclaimer <laughs> I'm just explaining saying. to the five people who listen that we're telling jokes. That we're, that we're telling jokes. Do you want to do we this to- recorded later? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I thought you were talking about like just because it's Avengers or something. No, no, no. Uh, no, like legit. Yeah. Like we're, yeah, as yeah. we do it, and uh-huh. this is the first we're talking about it. So I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not doing the typical rock <clears throat> thing where like this is what we're doing or I leave. That's you. I think. <laughs> but that this was... is what we're doing or I leave. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. I was thinking either a bit where the like for no apparent reason the lawyer's jumping out of a plane. I don't know. 
What? what? <laughs> doing this stuff really fast, very quickly, and there's just like a boom behind it. Like, I don't know ah! why that. I don't know. It's not going to read. That's weird. Yeah, no, people love it. What would make well, this we'll, funnier? We'll, uh, we'll keep spitballing on that. You're about to listen to the Unpop Podcast. Please be advised there is adult content and unpopular opinions of user all around. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't gotten to the fair use. Ah! <laughs> Maybe you might hear a version of that. Maybe circle back to that. You might have already heard a version of that. I'm expecting this to get cut. Oh yeah, no. This new unpop that we're doing, you don't cut anything. You just like you leave all this in. I want you to go back and listen to the raw of us and just see the surgical precision with which I cut that episode up. (laughs) Well, why don't we put some of that here? What? Of what? They but can't what hear there? the editing. <laughs> it's just silence and maybe some Put the clicking. raw, yeah. the entire raw yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you in two hours. No, no, it's you editing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I do play with my, I play with the fuck beeps just to like see which, which beep is funnier. Like how short of a beep it is depending on the context of the conversation. Yeah. Like when we're talking about Trump, the beeps are minuscule. It's like yeah. you get basically a fuck, you know? Yeah. It's like a, yeah. I'm just saying. That's, like that's, my, that's my process. I like the beeps that made it sound like I <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> I, I basically beeped out the entirety of it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much dirtier. It was so much and funnier. <laughs> what he said was, I <laughs> my. Yeah, no one will know. No, th- thank you for doing that. That's a thankless job. What? What about my job as the producer, Brock? You never thanked me. I like there, it. There. This is my last okay. episode, everybody. Finally. I'm going to RDJ out of here. I'm Your gonna petition get, I'm gonna take my has 50 been million. Oh, by the way, Iron Man's dead. No spoiler warning. <laughs> I just want to tell you. If you're listening to the Endgame podcast, Iron Man's dead. Well, I think technically Iron Man isn't dead. Tony Stark is dead. No, no. It's it's dead. Marvel's dead. The whole... Yeah, it's <laughs> over. Oh. Endgame. I do feel strongly that... Um, the performances of the next couple of movies will greatly dictate whether or not they keep RDJ out of these movies. I think if they don't hit, I mean, they're going to find Panther a way to get him back. Did pretty well, and, this is true. and so did Captain Marvel. I know, but I'm, and that was all pre. I'm just saying. Oh, you're saying. I'm with, saying from with his now presence on, gone. Yes, with I him see. out of the picture, I think if he there's a always if there's a, a dip, I think they're hologramming him or something. Well, here. So before we even get into the movie, do you have any interest in uh, you and I, Austin and I saw it. On Friday, yes. Curtis and John saw it. Thursday. Do you want an intro joke first? Um, Welcome back to the Unpop podcast. The podcast so unpopular, we asked if people would be upset if we gave them Unpop episode spoilers, and they responded, who are you, and get out of my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Unpop podcast. The podcast so unpopular, we threw ourselves off the Soul Stone cliff, and no one got the stone. <laughs> because no one loves us. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you There's, get that? It was you not a sacrifice. Do you understand? You understand? That's all I got today, friends. Okay. All right, what continue. about the rule of three? We got to come up with. I know. Go. I mean, yeah. what's another one? Yeah. Pull your weight. Um, what's well, a lot? <laughs> How much time do we have? Um. Oh. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Welcome back to the Unpop Podcast, a podcast so unpopular we go back in time just to avoid talking to ourselves. <laughs> all right. <laughs> there we go. There's a all third right. one. It's not great. <laughs> say, your, say your thing. <laughs> I forgot. So <laughs> no, so we saw it. Now we're, we're going to have to put yeah. that here. No, no. <laughs> um, you know, so we so we saw this, and I, I, uh, immediately leaving uh, the movie, I asked Austin, um, "Is was that me that caused all that stain on the seat? That was my doing. I did that. It was your seat like that too?" Um, <laughs> I asked uh, I asked him if he had any interest in seeing um, and uh, the next Avengers movie in which there is no villain set up, and we're only going to get Captain Marvel, Black Panther. And 
Thor. Uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, but but right now, do you think the general public, like, if it came out tomorrow, no? Do you think the general public would would have a turnout for the next Avengers movie with no Cap, no Iron Man? No, they're I gonna have to so. build. They're gonna have to build back into it. Yeah, I, I don't think. think they're planning to put one out ASAP. You know, yeah. I think they're gonna. I'm sure there's a plan in place for what there was could happen. But four sure. years. I mean, how? Like, yeah, Iron Man, and then four years later, Avengers. Right. So, I, and and we had Avengers: Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and then how long? Civil War is basically an Avengers movie, but yeah. But at that point, at that point, you know the characters so well. There's mm-hmm. very little. Build up they have to do well, and it it, it is a com- it's a comic trope too. Like once you have standalone books, most of the characters exist in the same universe for a while. In the '60s, all the characters lived in New York, so you would like you'd walk out of the Baxter Building, and there would be Doctor Strange down there on Bleecker Street, and like they would interact. That's going to be the next big thing, though. The Fantastic having Four. having the having Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four and the X Men. They're going to build up to that, and it's going to be like... They might. Well, yeah, it, think about 10 years down the road from now, we might be doing... Ooh, Avengers Fantastic, versus X-Men? Fantastic Four and X-Men and all that shit. I don't I, know about what versus what, but... I, well, know. there was a very popular yeah. storyline called Avengers versus X-Men, which mm-hmm. was in basically the only thing bigger than what this movie would be. Yeah. Um, they fight? Yeah. They fight. Why do they fight? They fight? They, it's been a while since I've read it, but it basically... So you don't know? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. No, I think it has something to do with Magneto, and then Scarlet Witch gets involved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but then there's Secret Wars, too. What's no. Secret Wars? No, yeah, no, so no. There I are... thought scrolls were going to be a bigger... Uh, oh, they were. They're coming back, baby. Especially know. when the... You want to put money down? You just lost oh $35 my God, on no. this movie. Well, you, what well, was the bet? Well, that... you, you owe me 50 for drinks the other night, so... So we're, we're... Bad Brock. We're back to 15. <laughs> Brock, you lost $15. <laughs> This week on Bad Brock Bets, bad I was Brock. a good Brock bet. I won this time. Brock oh. made a good Brock bet. What was the What was the bet? I I didn't think they were going to kill off RDJ. Okay, Curtis, what, you were in wait, the theater when we made that. What bet. did you think was going to we happen? We were seeing something. I didn't know. And the trailer came. Was, oh, well, hold on. Did, we talking. The trailer came on. Uh, uh, we were all three of us seeing a movie without Sean, like we often do. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, the good movies. <laughs> yeah, the good times. But the the Avengers trailer played, and I turned to Austin and was like, "Oh, they're going to kill Iron Man because it just." They're gonna kill Robert Downey Jr. And he said, "No, they're not." <laughs> what? That's the me impression. Austin, oh, I, Austin, I thought you were speaking just that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I was like, I bet you thirty-five American dollars that he's going Why to 35? die. Thirty-five. Is that just what you had in your bank account? That was <laughs> probably. Yeah. I bet you thirty-six forty-seven. Huh. huh. Uh, yeah, I didn't think they would just because he's been so. I think he's been such an instrumental part in the success of all this and, and getting people who don't care about these things to get invested. I didn't think that they were... I was pretty confident we were going to lose Captain America because they've been hinting at Bucky Barnes taking over for a while. So that's why I thought it was very interesting that Falcon took over. Um, so I was pretty... I was like, Cap, I, I wouldn't have taken that bet. But Iron Man, I was like, nah, I think they want to keep him around to throw him in and... Mm-hmm. Do his little witty shtick that everybody mm-hmm. loves. Because they yeah. could have, they could have kept him around, and like Easy. he just shows up, he just puts on the suit and does right. like a day of voiceover, yeah. and he does what he yeah, does in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, so yeah. he was pretty involved. He was like in that. four but, days of filming. Yeah, that, exactly. but he still gets. But oh yeah, fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, but you're so, right. He's too expensive. Yeah. They and don't I think want it they've milked that for as much as they can. I'm kind of glad that they're not going to keep going back to that. Well, as much as I do love his take on the character, you know, I think. They got everything they could have out of it and done successfully elsewise so far. Like, 
I don't think anything is... There's no one character as strong as his Iron Man, Mm. to my opinion, right now. Yeah. But Captain Marvel made a billion dollars already. Like, Black Panther made a billion dollars already. Do I think they don't have that magnetic presence that he does, but these characters are popular. They are. He created the audience. Yeah, 100%. They don't need him anymore, I don't think. Well, we'll see. We've never... I mean, it seems like such a... Don't even have to say it, but there is nothing like this. 22 movies that have led to one big movie. And they're not done. It's not like they're like, this is the last one we're making. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so that also, I think that impermanence and in, in that you can kind of feel some of that franchise filibustering where like certain decisions are happening or character things are happening uh, in Endgame. And you're like, I feel like they're not making any decisions like certain characters, even in between Infinity War and Endgame, how many deaths were permanent? Yes, as a comic book concept, death is is like constantly, people yeah, are always coming back. Mm-hmm. But w- when when the stakes are constantly reversed because you know that the franchise needs to continue forward, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's getting announced after Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You know he's coming back. Yeah. There's no... In between yeah, Infinity I, War and Endgame, who stays dead? It's really hard. No one. It's it's really hard justifying between the two mediums. Uh, right. Like film and comics are completely different things. And the folks that what? go between... What? The folks that go between them kind of understand the impermanence of death in comics. Like, it's just the thing that you accept going into it. Like, right. you're in it for the ride where he dies, but no, he's gonna, Logan's going to come back 10 years later or something. Right. Mm-hmm. In film, that's just not the case. You're expecting stakes to be life, life or death to be a permanent thing. Right, right. And but it, in that, it's franchise storytelling. Comic yes. books were the original, like, these characters go yeah. on for 50 years. Yeah. So now we're even getting this into, like, non-comic book movies, like with Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Mm-hmm. hinting at Palpatine coming back, just mm-hmm. nothing matters. Nothing stays dead because right. the only thing that matters is, is that character popular and going to continue the franchise forward? Yeah. And I think I think the MCU is the first thing to do this successfully, to do serialized story film, film storytelling successfully. Like you think back at it, like sequels for the longest time, through up to at least the 90s, sequels weren't, necessarily a popular thing they always every sequel cost less money to make and they brought in less money it was just an easy thing to do and they weren't always a serialized story like like i think the most successful one was probably the plan of the apes series in the 60s like they made seven of those seven or eight of those movies and each of them got cheaper and cheaper and people <laughs> didn't really go back to it the jaws movies you know like oh god mm-hmm. that's, that's a franchise that it got worse and worse as it went along and i think star wars was the first thing to almost do that mm-hmm. episode four five six but because those were serialized, but didn't weren't kind of planned to be so as it was. Right. But then this, then the MCU shows up and 20, this is the 22, first thing yeah. to really do that. Interconnected stories. Yeah. Do you think someone can watch Endgame and enjoy it without having seen a no. single Marvel movie? No. I don't think so. Which is why its success well, is so astounding. I think you could watch Infinity War. I think War. if you watched Infinity War, because yeah. I, know, I know people who have watched Infinity War not watching other Marvel movies and still enjoyed it. So I think if you've seen Infinity War, you could see Endgame and, and enjoy it. I think going in cold, completely cold into yeah. Endgame, I real think tough. It, really, it references really so hard. many of the old... Uh, mm-hmm. they, I literally I go back could, in time to the other movies. You can enjoy like, it without having seen it. You just 100%. wouldn't understand yeah, like yeah. what every minute detail means. Yeah, it I wouldn't carry would, the weight, but you'd still enjoy yeah, it. I think for sure. I guess. I'm going to Thanos snap our tangent. Who wants to recap? <clears throat> 
Jesus. Oh, are we recapping 22 films? No, no. Oh. no just <laughs> I'll do it. Because you, you guys it. went. Yeah, yeah. I'll do mm-hmm. it. Oh, Sean. Yeah, hold on. Unpop recap. Yeah. All right, I'm setting the timer. You have one, you have one okay. minute. Okay. To uh, okay. Re- re- you can't pee during this minute. You have to re- exactly. You have to recap the entirety of the three-hour behemoth that is Avengers. All right, let's go. You ready? Go. Ready? Set? Go. This is the culmination of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and the, all of the Avengers are recovering from Thanos' snap that made everybody disappear. The original Avengers are still there, so they get together and they track down Thanos at his weird farm planet, seconds. and they kill him. So five years goes by, and they don't know what to do until Scott Lang escapes from his van and is like, <laughs> we, we have time travel, so let's do this thing. <laughs> And then Tony Stark doesn't want to help, but then the Hulk, who is now able seconds. to talk, helps. And they're like, let's go back in time. And they go back in time and do this heist. They get all the Infinity Stones. And then Thanos somehow discovers them because of Nebula's brain or whatever. And then he travels back in time because Nebula uh, helps them. And then he attacks the Avengers who get the Infinity Gauntlet together. And they snap and Ten bring seconds. everybody back. And then Thanos and they, they have a fight. And then... They snap, and he says, "I am, I am Iron Man," and snaps everyone away, and then two, they win. One. Oh my God, <laughs> that was that was good amazing. work. Good work. Oh, yeah, good that, was, that was something. That, that was, was rough. I don't know what that was. That was very yeah. rough. It was like all that the spoilers. Was, yeah, take it. Well, take uh, it, internet. Well, I mean, also, if you were listening to this, oh yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah. Or why on earth would you click we, this? We we absolve ourselves of all blame. Oh yeah. If you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Are Sorry. you insane? Actually, I don't absolve Austin. If you'd like to what? talk to Austin, come visit us at our if recording like... studio at one two zero. No, no, no. If you're upset with getting spoiled for Avengers Endgame, you may tweet at Unpop Podcast, and we will pay you money if we yep. don't know you. That's Reparations. true. That's true. Avengerations. Avenger. Yes, that's true. Uh, yeah. Uh, tw- uh, if you're mad because we spoiled it, just tweet us, and if we don't know you, you're going to get money out. <laughs> and that is a still a standing <gasps> offer that Guarantee no one has it. taken me up on. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, didn't it, weren't we at shit. a party? Yeah, Sean's, Sean's birthday party. party. He do, doesn't he, count. He's exempt because he knows Sean. Yeah, it's got to be a stranger, a fan. I want a fan. How, I want how, a person <laughs> to just find this and like it and listen to it, not because we told them to. I think yeah. we're gonna have to go get the Infinity Gauntlet for to make that happen. That's the only way. All right, you can yeah. you can do the snap. Yeah, because then you would die, because your mere mortal body can't handle the the pressure. Why would you want to kill me? And do, do also, I don't know. I actually don't know this. Here's a nerdy thing I don't know. I don't think they have to snap their fingers. No, no they, they do not. Works. Of course not. That's just yeah. The, where did that come the, from? So it was just in like the in the stories. It was just a thing that Thanos did to just use it. You can use it in any other way. It was just. A thing that he did, but 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 in that it's a, a useful plot device. The movies yeah. took it up because, like, how else you need a way in a film like this to visually show what this can do. So, yeah. like, yeah, just establishing the snap as an end all be all thing that basically grants any wish you have. I think is where this movie right. kind of yeah, gets was, you yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say, in Infinity War, the amount of times they remind the audience that Thanos can snap his fingers and eliminate mm-hmm. our, like. It, it's like five times in that movie. Like mm. I, I understand that right. at the end of this movie, when he snaps his fingers, mm-hmm. half of everything's gonna die. Like mm-hmm. we, we're not that stupid. Mm-hmm. Um. So this movie picks up 
it's a little a little confusing because the first 15 minutes of this three and a half hour movie take us immediately after Infinity War. What? Just, longer? Just like, three. Three hours. Shorter. One minute. Three hours and one minute? Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah I'm counting the trailers. That's <laughs> not the <laughs> what? Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Brock <laughs> tends to exaggerate. <laughs> so this nine hour movie, <laughs> the first part of this 19 hour film takes place out of the 22 hours this movie goes. Mm-hmm. We have... <laughs> So, uh, the beginning of the movie takes place exactly after Avengers Infinity War. Well, about three weeks. Three weeks, right? And yeah. they, they go and they the, those who have survived the snap are... No, it's just Tony. It opens with Tony about three weeks after drifting through space. Right. Right. But then, then he lands, he crash lands, and no, the no, surviving... No, no. no! Did you Did see you the see movie? It? Captain Marvel <laughs> saves him. Crash lands. Crash She brings him yeah, to yeah. the Avengers, and he's all like skinny and... So, yeah. I did not like that, by the, the way. Skinny? I know. Oh, it was God. so unsettling. He looked... Great. I loved... I also really loved how in the trailers in that scene, they just used his body... Oh, yeah. Because oh, then yeah, when uh-huh. you go to the movie and you're like, oh, oh. that's a double. And uh-huh. like, who's this scrawny man? Also, how does it feel to be the actor that gets hired because you look so sickly thin? Right. We want your body. In fact, yeah. I think that You was look the like same... a man who's dying. We got a job for you. <laughs> Do you think that's the same actor who was Chris Evans' gone Skinny? body double? No, that guy's <laughs> dead by now. That guy's dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, malnourishment and one harsh winter and you're done. If it gets below 63, you have hypothermia. I think it was Moby, wasn't it? <laughs> so, like I was saying, uh, the blonde girl from Room shows up to save Tony Stark and yes. the blue girl from Avatar. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, Nebula... So I know, the yeah, other yeah, no, the green might, ones from I know, Avatar. I know, I know. I just watched that happen for you. So I like that opening. I love that That's whole great. opening thing and their friendship and the little flag. For when mm-hmm. Rocket reached his little hand out and oh. held Nebula's hand, I got very emotional. Mm-hmm. That was such a great, subtle, like, even them coming together. Right, yeah. was right. Mm-hmm. Really great. So my, my point was the opening of the movie takes us really close up to the tail end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, the survivors gather together. And they go and find Thanos and chop his f-ing head off. I, I love that, that so much. That was so shocking. Uh, I, I just, I, I, I was like, never I don't know thought, where this movie's going. Yeah, now. yeah. At it that was, point, it was, it was the smartest thing to do because everyone. I feel like everyone anticipating is anticipating this long drawn out thing that's going to end up on his garden yeah. planet. And I just loved that they're immediately like done. That's not the point. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then, it was just, yeah, that was such a great, because everyone's been, you know, alluding to and thinking yeah. about that for how, a, a I year. Many thoughts about this Thanos character, by the way, and we're going to talk about all the things that. Tell me more about this, this so, Thanos, this Thanos character. Of. Thanos is basically two people. We get we get to have two different Thanoses in these last two movies. Thanos. 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 Yeah. Um, so we get basically two different Thanos to cheer against in these two movies. Infinity War starts out the ruthless, you know, killer who's lo- looking for the stones, but he has he has an uh, an ethos behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And as sociopathic as it is, he's trying to save the universe by destroying half of it, correct? Yeah. And at the end, like, and what we get in Endgame, the end Thanos, like, this guy's done, you know, he doesn't really care. He's not really out to get anybody, and as oh. he says later later in the film, it's not it's never personal for him. But they get rid of that character, and he he th- I think that's one of the most interesting villains we've ever had in most things. We get we kill that character, and then we are given later pre kind of 
pre-getting stones Thanos as he's starting to find them, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's just, chair Thanos. he's just yes. the ruthless killer <laughs> yeah. then. And so we get to deal with and the ruthless worse. killer he's for worse. the next... Because he realizes yeah. that his idea was kind of a failure. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I'm just going to kill everybody. So, I, yeah, I <laughs> find that really, really cool. interesting. And an interesting Josh Berlin performance yeah. behind, behind having to essentially play two different versions of the same character. I almost felt I bad for Thanos lot. at the beginning. He was just making dinner. Yeah, he had a weird wimpy arm. <laughs> and they just showed up, and chopped his chopped his head off, <laughs> chopped his arm off first too. They did. They yeah. chopped his arm and then his head. Uh huh. So how did we feel about there being two Thanoses? Because I, Thanai, Thanai, I kind of I loved the, how shocking killing the original one was, but I I don't know. Thinking about it more, I kind of wish. The Thanos that was in Infinity War was able to have the final showdown with all of them. Well, I think we got it to a point where they were close. Like, with what Austin said, like, he realizes that he messed up thinking he can only right. destroy half of living things and get out safely. Now he's like, I have to destroy all of it. I mean, yeah, but we don't have, I, I agree with you, but I don't think we have a battle at the end. Yeah, I guess. I mean, just thing. all right. like the interaction that happened in Infinity War, that like all the character interaction he had with the heroes. Yeah, it's just it's not it doesn't have the, any like gravitas to it because he yeah. doesn't know any of them mm-hmm. at that no, point. You know, yeah. you're totally right. And it, the similar thing happens when you get like fifty first dates Gamora, who now shows up and doesn't <laughs> know anything <laughs> about yeah. any of these people. Right. And we have to get her. You have to get uh, past. I almost said past tense, past timeline Gamora up to speed with two guardians films down Gamora with her relationship with Nebula. So Mm -hmm. when Gamora and Nebula are on the ship and it's Nebula from the timeline we know in Endgame, and Gamora from pre guardians Gamora, they hate each other. And in just, uh, I don't know, a couple hours of being (laughs) locked in a prison. Yeah. Gamora has to decide to betray Thanos well, Trust. She, she but, had already done that yeah, in that yeah. timeline. I, I did because that it. was right before. That was as Guardians One was happening. So her plan, Gamora's plan, in Guardians One was to go get the Stone for Thanos, but really not get the Stone for Thanos. Got it. So, so she, she was, was already. She was already. Which I think yeah. makes yeah. this interesting that, that Nebula pulled her even farther. Yeah. And I still think there's room to be had because at the end of Endgame, we don't have a Gamora really. She's yeah, not she's on that on ship. She's missing. No. She's, yeah. 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 And that's and that, the whole thing yeah. with Thor. Well, I think that's going to be the whole point of Guardians Three. Right. Is is finding her, reestablishing that relationship or whatever because this was shot when they shot Infinity War so James Gunn's script was already written and lined up with that Mm -hmm. storyline and because it's James Gunn I have no not even a hesitation of worry about that like oh he knew this was happening he wrote a great script about it and I'm very excited to see that I part of my secret hope is like we get a, a version now where this is this Gamora is is very similar to the Gamora that we know, mm-hmm. but w- wouldn't it be interesting if she just doesn't fall in love with Peter again? Mm-hmm. Like it only happened, it, like things had to happen exactly like they happened before, right? And then you know she ends up with Drax or something crazy, like Atlantis or like or Thor or Thor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Thor, yeah, the whole Asgardians of the yeah. Galaxy thing. But, but I hope that's the title. It's it will it'll be probably volume three. It'll but I want the title three, to be I As Guardians really, of the Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> I really think, and, and we were talking about this. I do think that Guardians. I don't think we're going to get a Thor four soon. I think it'll not be Guardians. soon. I think we will get one. I I think Hemsworth loves working with Taika Waititi so much yeah. that we will probably get. And that movie was so good. And did yeah, so well. 
they'd be crazy mm-hmm. to not do another one. I do feel like, I know that these were shot in tandem. I did feel like the usage of the Guardians was so minimal. I was kind of shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And in I this, wondered if in it this had... movie? Yeah, yeah. In Endgame. Well, and all I, the characters who were dusted were non-existent yeah. in this movie, which makes sense. They went yeah. back to their a little, kind of original... Core group right. of heroes. I mean, a rocket. I guess rocket is a, is a huge part in this mm-hmm. instrumentation and, of yeah. Nebula, but the whole pl- the whole movie. True, yeah. true. Hinges on Nebula, yeah. But I did wonder, like, like when they did show up on the scene, like again, there were twenty two characters on that battlefield of just absolute splash page chaos, and they had to do the. They had to do the A Force setup with all the you know all the girls and the rotating camera, and they had to do the Black Panther shout out, and there was just a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the Guardians didn't have a moment. Like I like I don't even know if Drax had a f-ing line. He, I don't think he spoke. No, I think he yelled once while stabbing a gorilla, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I love that. So. Yeah. No, I don't think he. Uh-huh. I don't think he spoke. No, I don't. So think I was he did. like, and part of me was like, I wonder, like, I, again. We will never know what happens. That's your big thing. Mm-hmm. We I, we will never know what happens in between a movie like being wrapped and stuff. Yeah. But I wonder that while this film was getting finished, if they didn't minimize some of the Guardian presence because this Guardian Volume Three wasn't solidified. Right, right, right. Again, I think Guardians Three was never actually in jeopardy because they never, really. I, yeah, I don't think they. I, I think they. I honestly think Disney called James Gunn and said, "Look, this thing happened. We're gonna." Put it on the back burner. We're gonna tell. We're gonna allege that we. We're gonna tell people that you, you've been fired. We're not gonna interview anybody. We're just gonna shelve it till people don't care, and then we're gonna bring you back. Because they didn't interview yeah, anybody. They yeah. They literally just put pause on it, and then like a year later, up, they're though. like, "We're gonna tell people we fired you." Right. That's I don't really know though, but up. because no, that's what I literally think. That's what they did. I don't think got, it was ever in jeopardy either. I, I don't think I. I literally, or they maybe even said we're firing you, but you're not going. Or some. Yeah. I think there was some arrangement of like. Just get off Twitter. Don't tweet anything until we announce you back. Right. We're just going to play it cool, let right. it blow over, and you're fine. Well, it's basically probation, right? Yeah. yeah. It, and yeah. and it was kind of like you're fired off a movie that didn't move forward in production. So were you really fired or suspended? Right. And blah, blah, it, blah. it was just paused. But now, even I would already have seen this movie because I love the Guardians stories. But everyone's going to want to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. redemption. If yeah. anything, it, it's better publicity for yeah. that movie that yeah. was already going to be massive and now more people are going to see I still, it. I don't know. I feel like it's some combination of what you're saying because I don't think if that was the plan, he would ever have gone to do Suicide Squad yeah. 2. If he knew, like, I guess I'm going to just wait until Guardians moves forward. I, I don't think, I think maybe Marvel knew, but like, I think he was legit fired from Disney. But they internally... But, but Marvel and Kevin Feige was like, we're not going to hire anybody else. Yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. just not. But and like, also, like, every other director in town, especially yeah. in the MCU, was like, this is not... This is his movie. Like, yeah. we're not... Yeah, No yeah, one's yeah. taking this over. Yeah, no so would, what no director is going to go against... If he against... knew 100%, <laughs> he wouldn't have done yeah. Yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. Because now that's affecting the release of yeah, Guardians. Yeah, Guardians is pushed back at least yeah. a year, two years now. Yeah. yeah. Which honestly is fine, because past this point... After Spider-Man, we have no slated Phase Four. We don't. We know the Eternals is happening yeah. generically, but we don't know anything. We don't. We have no idea what's going to come next. We're, we assume there will be a Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. We that's, assume there will be. That's that's been confirmed. Black Panther two, but it's not slated with a release date. No is release it? date. It's not slated, yeah. but it's confirmed. Yeah, the, I, but Captain only, Marvel two. Right, but again, we're we're assuming that that. And they and then, may do a thing where they yeah. do like an Ant Man and Wasp sort of team up. Because mm-hmm. the other thing that's happening is with Disney Plus. And and this does tie into the conversation of like, 
the French, the franchise finessing. We're getting a Loki standalone series. We're getting a Scarlet Witch and Vision standalone series. We're getting a Falcon and and Winter Soldier. So that was interesting. To yeah, me. exactly. It's still called the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, team up show. Yeah. Even though in this film the Falcon is allegedly going to become Captain America, maybe he doesn't. I feel like they don't mess with yeah. people's names in the shows. In the yeah, but in or the, like in the series. In the comics, when yeah, Sam Wilson becomes Cap, he's but Cap. Again, that's a thing that. A comic crowd can handle, and I don't think a film crowd can. Like, right, like Captain America, yeah, like right. like any old hat, any old asshole is going to go sit and watch this movie. Not any old asshole is buying yeah. these comics. You know, yeah. they kind of if they're buying comics, they understand how these things work. So we're getting a Hawkeye Disney Plus show. Um, there is a uh, a Hulk Disney Plus show. There is yes, what? and and, what? and I supposedly not heard about that. I will producers note it. Oh, the power! Hey, it's me, Brock, not Austin. He's tied up in the back. Isn't that right, buddy? So, turns out I got this from the internet. The same week that uh, Marvel made a bunch of announcements for the Disney Plus series, there was a rumor, and just a rumor, on We Got This Covered, that said a source informed them that Marvel is developing a Hulk, She-Hulk team-up series, and like all things on the internet, it is now true. But it, it is confirmed. You will? With Mark Ruffalo? Mm, wow. Yeah. Because they can't make a movie. They can't make a... I have... Yeah. Heard, and wow. supposedly She-Hulk's in it. What? Where'd you get Are this? Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Brock had a fever dream while he was sick. And <laughs> yeah. She-Hulk oh, she was in it. It's definitely yeah. a dream. Yeah. Uh, but then we're also getting WandaVision, mm-hmm. which is the weirdest title. Brought ever. to you <laughs> by WandaVision. I love yes. Scarlet Witch. I no, love it's called WandaVision. I so much love that title. Watch your action. And actually, I read, disappear in I read that WandaVision. Uh, he's going to be brought back because in Infinity War, they uploaded his consciousness. Well, Shuri was working on that. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like oh, yeah. they're actually just yeah, gonna yeah, like yeah. build Clone like one, a yeah. Wakanda version of him. Yeah, that's it. Which, which like he'll, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I was H- shocked Hendel's he didn't show up. Dead, dead. Heimdall's dead. Yeah, well, yeah. He, Heimdall's dead. He didn't get dead. snapped. He got stabbed. So he's Loki's dead. dead. I know he's doing the show, but I think no. this movie sets up the yeah, Loki. Yeah, he disappears. He disappears because when he disappears with the Tesseract, yeah. that's yeah. like an infinite that, amount of time. That's where Loki exactly, could be yeah. doing that's, whatever that's, he's that's doing. Saved him. So that Loki exists now. And he's like, a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. that's evil yeah. Loki, uh-huh. mischievous Loki, pre Dark World Loki. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this this is also the thing that's like okay. So we have like to your point. We have pre gauntlet. He did. He didn't even have a gauntlet or a stone. Thanos mm-hmm. gets introduced in this movie. We have pre Doctor Strange, um, Sorcerer Supreme, Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. which was was crazy. I was God, not I expecting that. that cameo. No. God, yeah. did I love that. Yeah. It, was, it was more in a cameo too. He was. She was pretty. She was very a meaty scene. Yeah. yeah, I loved I loved that. Mm-hmm. I that loved interaction. everything with her. Um, She's such a good character. Can, so can we dive into that really quick? So so yeah. we we get a uh, couple weeks after they chop Thanos' head off, boom, five years later, half the population is gone. And then this plan gets concocted. Ant-Man's like, oh, the quantum realm. So they, they go back and forth, they figure it out. Professor Hulk's like, oh, I'm sexy, cool. And then they uh, <laughs> decide that they're gonna go time travel. And they it's they locate yeah they locate uh, where the six stones are and they only have a certain number of doses of pin particles so they have to like sparse out the teams this th- the movies or the the moments in Marvel history they decided to go visit I thought was very interesting yeah um I had a couple questions mm-hmm. there was one that didn't make any sense at all um, what did you guys think of that scene where the the six of them and the pairing of who went with who. What'd you guys first, think of that? First, 
I loved as they were deciding what was happening that they had Thor basically recap Dark World because no one really gives a shit about yeah, Dark World no and Dark no World. one cared except Scott. Like yeah. Paul Rudd was like eating it up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in that scene. Yeah, that was that so was great. Fantastic. I loved, I loved everything about that and I have another note about one of those pairings for one thing that I don't think worked for me with the film. Yeah, Time Heist, by the way. I just love that. Time Heist. And I love Paul, Time Heist. Paul Rudd just, ah, makes Time Heist. You work. didn't want to do the Time Heist. You ruined the Time Heist. You yeah. ruined the Time Heist. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, that, sorry, Sean. I think oh, you had no, they just That scene where they just call out every movie that's done time travel. Fantastic. And, like it makes whatever they do acceptable. Right. What's that called? Yeah. There's a, there's a name for in movies when they reference other movies. It's called the like it's some some actor paradox. Oh, I know, I know the, exactly like, what you're the, talking about. The like George Clooney paradox or whatever it is. I'll producer note it. Yes. Okay, settle down, Brock. What I'm describing is called the celebrity paradox. That I thought it had a, a name. I thought it was tied to a specific celebrity, but it's not. So I hereby dub this now the George Clooney paradox, and I will explain it right now. <laughs> but do you know do you, do, you, do you know about this? I don't know no. about that. The idea basically is if, so in Avengers, they reference um, Back uh, to the Future. Back a to lot. the Future. Die so, hard. Die, die Hard. So, so they reference Back to the Future. So, this is a, a world where Michael J. Fox is a star, Christopher uh-huh. Lloyd's a star, right. Die Hard. So then it becomes like, but all these people are stars. Uh-huh. Right. So, are they not you, stars in this world? Do you want to hear a weird one? He yes. calls Thor Lebowski. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Jeff Bridges. And plays. Jeff Bridges is, is, is the villain. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that would be like an example of that paradox. Right. Like, so you, so this is a world where the big Lebowski exists. So is it Jeff Bridges and this guy just looks like Jeff Bridges? Oh, God. Uh, and it kind of, or is and it, it not Jeff Bridges hey, in right. that movie? Hey, Obi, you know, you look like that. You look like that guy in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, Spider Man references uh, Aliens. Star Wars as well. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back yeah. and Civil War. Yeah. Which. If he's watched Star Wars, I'm assuming the prequels exist in this universe, oh, in which know. Sam Jackson is Mace Windu. Right. There's a lot of that. Right. And, and, he never and Natalie Portman yeah. is Oh Queen my Adonis. god. Yeah, I didn't yeah. pick up on that. It's just it's not like a big thing, and it's not something anyone should right. get hung up on. But it's just an interesting like right. yeah. theory and of Groot. Like, was a tree on Endor. <gasps> oh, a lot of people didn't know that. That's true. Uh, <laughs> what do we think about those pairings? We're not. Uh, well, because okay, can we remember well, them? Remind uh, me of the pairings. War, War Machine and Nebula are going back to Morag. And this bothered me. Yeah. To Morag in 2014. Yeah. To go get the uh, power, power stone. stone. The power stone and and uh, Hawkeye Drop and Black off. Widow go with yeah. them and they commute to go to Vormir to get the Soul Stone. Yeah. Mm. In 2014, those two stones were in that same location. Um, in 2012, Cap, Scott, and uh, Iron Man go back to pick up the Mind Stone and the... And Hulk goes with And them. the Tesseract. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. The, and time the, stone, the Time Stone, the, the Mind Stone, and the Tesseract. And, the tesseract. Yeah. and then Thor and Rocket go off on their own to, to Asgard mm-hmm. in Dark World Circa Thor... To go get the ether, the ether, which yeah. is the reality stone, yeah. right? Right. Which was in the collector's collection at the end of Thor: Dark World. They that's so the whole in twenty fourteen. It's, it's it was there. there. Yeah. So the only reason we but went they didn't there, know that those no, they did know that. Which Thor characters? knew. Thor literally yeah, he says oh, he in did, in, in uh, Infinity War, he goes, "Well, you're talking to the man who would give it to the collector. Well, who would do that? Only an idiot would give a give him yeah, a power yeah. like da 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 or genius. That whole thing. So Thor knew that the ether was at the collector's, so they could have done one stop shopping there. Yeah. 
Um, Probably. So it felt, that just felt very much. You had to get Mjolnir back, man. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. They, they wanted Mjolnir, and then but the, but then Cap goes to drop Mjolnir back off because yes, yeah. yes, he does. So that yeah. was weird. But mm-hmm. they, I think they just couldn't leave well enough alone with Dark World and had to go back and fix that moment with the mother. Yes. Yeah, probably. And close that Maybe. off. That's an important scene. Getting Mjolnir and the mom scene yeah. is and like like pretty integral to Thor. Thor's character. Yeah. I, yeah. Out of yeah. everybody, I love how how f***ed up Thor has become. Yeah. Like, he, in the film, they introduce him being fat and, and that is the whole movie. Yeah. In the last movie, <laughs> when he loses his eye, uh-huh. he doesn't have an eye. Yeah. Like, nothing magically... <laughs> yeah. ru- even though he, he exists in a world of magic and, and crazy, like, stuff that can mm-hmm. happen, he's the most actually affected character out of all these characters. Like, shit, his parents are both dead now. He has no home world. Uh-huh. He had no hammer. Like, yeah. He, yeah. he's so f***ed up. He, he, and he's the only Avenger left. Like, I love that. Thor became the weird, like, the weird main character throughout all this. The one that was sort of because Infinity War was basically his and Thanos's movie. Yeah. And then he's the one who's most kind of damaged from the last two from Ragnarok and Infinity War. Right. Dark world. Well, and even in, um, uh, Ultron, he was all by himself on that weird soul searching quest, which yeah, like if you go back and watch those scenes, those are the worst. They're awful and crazy, but they, they do kind of lead us to the infinity stones. Like that Mm -hmm. was the whole start of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. In an otherwise great movie, which has my favorite payoff in this entire MCU, and I want to get to that. Do we want to talk about our like our favorite things about it? We haven't really said what we've liked or not liked about the movie. Do we want to talk about anything? I know it's a it's a weird haphazard conversation with just all this shit. This is a lot of movie. There's so <laughs> much movie. And I can barely remember. Like all we're of talking the movie. about so much stuff, just like the effects of it and how it all works. Because I think yeah. it's so interesting how it all comes together, and I think we all do. Like we haven't really talked about does yeah. it work? Did you did you have a moment that you liked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Was there any minute in that three hours that you liked? <laughs> no, I mean, you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Uh, so I figured you had one in mind. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just trying to figure out. Let's see where we go. They, so the, the time heist, they get the stones. and they then... get the stones. It, it's a pretty simple, like, I, as far as the three-act structure goes, this movie is basically one-third act. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. there is not a, there isn't rising action. Well, there's no... There's no antagonist for There's no antagonist? Yeah. Like how long till he's introduced like, again? Two hours. Yeah. There's no villain. There's no yeah. fight two hours. until there's no actual action sequence. Like if you count the Captain America dueling, there is no action in this action movie two hours in. Yeah. Which is what I love about it. Yeah. Which like, is like no, bad shit crazy. Yeah. That they had such confidence in the characters that we get right. like brunch hulk. We get a scene uh, with yeah. brunch with hulk. Selfies. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. Austin, I wanted to See what you thought about this, especially because I know how big of a not how big of an unfan you were of Hulk's voice modulation in Ragnarok. Yeah, I thought uh, Mark Ruffalo's voice acting in this movie mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things I've heard in a long time. His acting in yeah. general, oh, he's great. Because I, I feel great. like they did f- with his voice a little bit, but I he was he doing was... a thing where he was doing Banner voice and Hulk voice like in the same sentence at times. Like he, he was inflecting words. He was oh, talking in a lower register. I yeah, but I didn't I'm, catch like, any you remember like the cadence with which Hulk talks in Ragnarok? Like it's very childlike and it has like yeah. just different sounds to words. Yeah, not necessarily the, the pitch of it. He was doing that in sentences. He was doing like Banner voice, which is you know relatively intelligent yeah. but stumbly guy, and yeah. then with like dumb baby Hulk stuff in, in the same sentence. Sometimes I, I actually didn't again. like it. I, I was sort of turned off to it because it didn't match 
remember voice actor. So I looked at Hulk and, and Ruffalo's, I can't even do a Ruffalo impression, but his voice is so airy and thin. Yeah. That sort of thing coming out of the Hulk just caught, it just didn't match. I kind of missed having just Mark Ruffalo because, like, as good as the CG is, yeah, he's literally not know. in the movie. It's, he's not in the movie, and it's just yeah, so obviously CG that when he's like when he's like sitting there and talking, it's like it takes me out a little. bit. Yeah, I, I, did I, love, I liked it. Yeah. I, we did get Ruffalo a little bit when she knocks him yeah. out, and, mm-hmm. and he's, that's true. That was that is true. I was hoping that Hulk. Be without the soul would have gone crazy and then there would be two Hulks oh, rampaging. God. That was my <laughs> oh, no! I was like, well, because I keep thinking, because yeah. again, to your point, there was no, this was a caper film. This was a, a film yeah. in which it was them against time or really trying to get, get the swag. But it was, there was no villain and there was no urgency. Like that was the thing that did bother me about it was like, almost like a SpongeBob, like five years later, like half of the population is gone. And and not only have the Avengers sort of just carried on, kind of, and like they're sort of fighting crime, and there's like this weird network that Black Widow's running, of mm-hmm. of like War Machine and Captain Marvel. So the Avengers are still kind of there, mm-hmm. but there was no urgency to like fix this immediately. Like everyone took five years to kind of like I mean, reevaluate. Like what do you do, right? Like what? But, how can we fix it? But also, yeah, like, yeah, I'm no assuming option. they tried. They didn't. And then, they had uh, no other way. All I'm saying Scott is, came back. 2011. Yeah. Two planes slammed into the World Trade Center, and that, like, within that year, we were in war with two different countries. So, what year, bro? 2001. Oh, God. <laughs> what, what I, was, I was combining. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? And we missed it. <laughs> Can I pick that up and we cut that? Or no, that that's a good up? joke, and it's staying in. Oh, God. You corrected yourself. It's fine. Oh. You're just a big, dumb idiot. Sorry. Yeah, they faked it twice. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just saying that in the real world, literally five years later, all these people have disappeared. Scott Lang's running through the memorial park looking at the plaques. They're, they put plaques up, but then was that Wrigley Field or Yankee Stadium or what's what's the <laughs> City Field? It's a Mets stadium. The Mets stadium. No one's playing baseball. I know. Yeah. I was a little surprised. Like, we still have the other half of baseball yeah. players. Well, like, they, well, maybe not. It wasn't like oh, half true. of every subsection of right. people. It was, it was theoretically just... <laughs> random. But Michael it, Jordan's still yeah. around. He'll get back yeah. behind the play. <laughs> I've seen Space Jam. No, yeah. I, I think it think to a bit, a bit of Thanos' uh, ethos in the end in that we didn't pick up and start over. We just languished right, you know, yeah. in it. No one's playing baseball. Ant Man Scott Lang joke. I'm gonna choose to think that. Yes. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, but like okay, so so no one cleaned up the neighborhoods. No one's even moving the cars after five years. There's a free car just there and no one's moved that car. Yeah. I didn't depends on the neighborhood. Yeah. It depends on the neighborhood. No, he's running through yeah. the neighborhood and chasing the kid down who's got like some weird scar on his face. It was all I think the issue is we didn't see well, any of the opposite. If we would have seen someone trying somewhere, right. yeah. everything's fine. Well the only but. the only person that we saw trying to move forward was Cap. And he was leading these support groups like Falcon was, trying to get people to move on and to live their lives. In that scene... With five people. With five people. I was also... I remember in the movie sitting there like, he's a world-famous superhero. There's not going to be more than five people in Didn't he group. write a book? Like, wouldn't he have written a book or have a talk? <laughs> Something. <laughs> he should be what? doing a seminar. There should be reality <laughs> five television. Five guys? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. But... but that was that was really weird. And then in in that Cap references that whales have come back to the Hudson Bay, and I thought that was interesting. That the population had shrunk. Did you guys catch this? Yeah, oh, yeah that yeah, was yeah, when he came yeah. back and so talking with uh, whales, less yeah. ships, less pollution. What, there's less pollution. Yeah. So I kind of wanted, honestly, I wanted a little more of like, is there a world in which people are like global warming's done because we got rid of half the population? Yeah, and, yeah. And then because 
in this movie, in the last 30 minutes, everybody's suddenly back. So did they did they just pick up where they were dusted? Right. Because the dust blew away. I do have a, a, a question. Yeah. So at the very end of the movie, uh, we see Peter Parker rejoining his friend mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if he was a freshman, he'd be in college now. Yeah. I'm and I know in Far From Home, he I could see Peter having to go back to high school to finish it out. But why is Zendaya still at high school? I just thought he was dusted too. Yeah, but then the whole high school would. If there are yeah, any, yeah, yeah. if there are any characters I in see. Far From Home, you're right. If there are any characters from Far From From Home that weren't dusted, that weren't dusted, they're out. So I hope that somebody's thought of this. If uh, and obviously you know the Russo brothers, huge fans of the podcast, uh, <laughs> they can fix this. They, there's time. But like I, it would be good to take an ancillary character like like Flash, the bully kid from the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. And make him five years older, right? And still have him held back. That'd be great. Like <laughs> that'd be great. He's doing his senior year a second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could buy that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that so that creates a problem. Um. Where where have these people been for five years? I was hoping that would at least have some. They're dead. They were dead. They were in the eternal yeah, blackness. They just didn't that exist death. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. But now they're back. And yeah, so they're not dead now. <laughs> I remember Spider-Man was like, I must have passed out because yeah. then I woke up and it was five years. It's like, yeah, he was dead. Because I feel like, where do you put that? I'm, not, I, I'm willing to believe that they thought of these things and maybe tried to put it in the story. But it's like, where, what do we care about really? Yeah, it doesn't L- make sense. Let me ask and, you, do you think the Netflix shows got canceled because how do you, how do you deal with that? Because they all take place in this same world. Do I think so they got how the heck canceled because of that stuff? Maybe. Well, I think Netflix, Marvel TV and Marvel Film were two almost very separate entities that weren't, while existing in the same universe, weren't collaborating. Yeah, so, I think they, they got canceled. But like Daredevil yeah. constantly no, references. I understand. They New reference York. each other, but their stories are, they yeah. just took it with the fact they live in the same universe and they're just going to do their own thing. Yeah. You can't now, but yeah, also. No. They're, yeah, I don't so, think they were ever that popular. Yeah, as well. I, I mean, yeah, they got canceled because they suck. I guess so, but I, I, no, Daredevil was like uh, Daredevil, Daredevil season three yeah. was super popular. Uh, but the one that's confusing me Snooze. is a- Agents of Shield is is the hardest one to compromise because mm-hmm. they have like I always my boring question, Lady Sif from the first Thor shows up on an episode of yeah. Agents of Shield <laughs> and they never compromise where she is like. What boring? What happens to her? <laughs> Where does she go? Why doesn't she come back? Boring. <laughs> well, that moves on. No, to my okay. next point. Did you know? Did you have your answer. Has anybody seen Agent Carter? Oh no, yeah, no. Jarvis. Boring. So, is that the same Jarvis? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. See, that's amazing. They did it I the love the reverse. They've never I love done Haley Atwell. Um. So, uh, let's talk about that really quick. Cap goes back in the end of this film. Cap goes back to get his happy ending. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes hard. back in time. And then he- <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes back. Oh, how violently crazy was that sex? All the years of anticipation. It was also 1946. I don't, I don't find I, Cap I, to be a very sexual person. He yeah. picked up Mjolnir. I think he destroyed her. <laughs> I think she, we don't see her. I think she spent the rest of her life in a wheelchair. Because of the aggressive pelvic thrustings of one Captain America into her tiny British body. <laughs> um, no, so my, to my point, Cap, Cap chooses, um, God, did I love this. Cap goes back into time to run errands and return all the Infinity Stones because that's in keeping with his character. He said, they said they would do it and so he's going to do it. Um, and he chooses to stay in 1945 and live mm-hmm. out his days with um, 
Pinky Carter uh, and returns to the bench to hand over the shield to Sam. Um, this is really confusing to me because this is actually where I, I think this creates a paradox in Captain America's character. Because he has now lived out his days since 1945 to 2023 in this timeline. Mm-hmm. And essentially, like, sat on the sidelines during what would have then been after a Korean War, a Vietnam War, JFK's assassination, uh, the Avengers 2012. Like, Cap... Hydra. 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 Cap Cap just sat... While Peggy Carter was going on these uh, adventures, uh, Cap has sidelined himself because there's not two... There are two Caps now. So there's Steve Rogers still in the ice in in 1945, and our Steve Rogers, who's now living in 1945, mm-hmm. living out that life. Th- it, he hasn't replaced one. There's he's always was supposed to, in their explanation of time travel. He was always going to have gone back mm-hmm. to to be with her. Mm-hmm. But that means that for over 80 years, Steve Rogers went against his core character. I don't, I don't believe so, because I think this movie does its job to set up that. You can't just go back and change things and make them make the future better. Yeah, I do believe that in Steve Rogers' character, he would want to fight and do whatever he could. Right. But he's been through this life; he has fought his war. Great. He didn't get to finish fighting World War II. Yeah. You know, he had to sacrifice himself. Okay, so he goes. And back so and- he goes back and just lives, like you said. He took this time to live. Yeah, he, but but I'm saying that, but also in living, he would still have to deal with this parallel or this past timeline atrocities and sit on the sidelines. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what the movie, this movie has led us to believe that he could be okay doing that because he would theoretically understand that going back and changing anything would do nothing. Interesting. Because because when Hulk is talking to the group and especially Ancient right. One about it, she said, so you, you're not changing anything when you go back. They are... Your your present right now would now be your past, in, right, in right. mumbo jumbo. Right, but then things are inevitable to an extent. Right, but but also I feel like the way they explained it was anything he did in the past was always going to happen, right? So Peggy Carter was always going to get if even if they we don't know that they I mean he did have a wedding ring on so we know that they got married, or, or it's mm-hmm. implied that they got married. Mm-hmm. We know that Peggy Carter. Was married. She had kids. Mm-hmm. And there's photos in Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. But the husband's not pictured. Civil War. Civil War. No. Yeah, so the husband's not pictured. She had a wedding ring on. And it's possible that uh, he always was going to go back and be with her. And that was – and I've – one one possibility I've been thinking of is like that it was him the whole time. You know, when he goes back to her bedside and Winter Soldier, she's got, you know, uh, Alzheimer's. <laughs> doesn't remember yeah. him, and now she's seeing a young version of him. Yeah, now it doesn't explain the Sharon of it all because she would probably know who her, who her father was or uncle. Uncle, I don't know, but he's old. Sharon, there's a lot. There's a, <laughs> that was the one misstep. There was that, a, there was oh, a lot kissed. to have to buy there. Yeah, that's. I would chalk that up to just the sloppiness of any time you introduce time travel right. in a movie. If you start going mm-hmm. down that rabbit yeah. hole of like the logical fallacies, it all will explode because time travel inherently. Yeah, and I'm okay just moving past it for that moment. Same uh, again. Okay, so so the the only other franchise that we have to compare to this sort of like behemoth of storytelling is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Star Wars was different in the sense of there were before the prequels happened, there were 
uh, well, I guess including the prequels, there well, were six and, films, right? And Star Wars didn't didn't have Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> so that's another way it's different. Um, what? I, <laughs> and they did have a Jedi. We did have a Mace and Windu. a Yoda. So. <laughs> Star Wars and their storytelling had and a bantha had the films had toys and had stormtroopers, <laughs> authors like Timothy Zahn who wrote stories like Heir to the Empire, which all these things when they were building their storytelling, no, it still went under uh, George Lucas. There was one person making the decisions, good or bad, you know, and a group of people, but he had final say. In the MCU, I'd like to go under George Lucas. Feige is is facilitating. But this whole 22 film thing really was brought to us by combined visions of Favreau, James Gunn. I'd even say Taika has changed the game. Vision's yeah. a character. Um, <laughs> and, and so you're dealing with 22 films and, and four to five really strong filmmaker visions. Yeah. That's Vision again. I do, <laughs> I do think Kevin Feige is the mastermind yeah. behind all of it. Absolutely. We haven't seen under one. his hat. There could be a, a whole... Actually, was Austin, we brain. did see under his hat. When we were we're not legally allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that red dot on your chest? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening... I think other filmmakers have talked about this, too. I was listening to a podcast, the Shockwaves podcast, where they had Scott Derrickson on, who directed Doctor Strange, and he was talking about... Why don't we get Scott Derrickson? Why his... Well, sure. I don't know. Let's get him. Do you want to ask him? Yeah. All right. Text him. <laughs> and so he he was talking about how his his history in horror compared with you know and working with other studios compared with Marvel and he says Marvel's it's completely a different thing like it is Kevin Feige like that is the genius behind it all he has the ability to you know uh, divest interest into filmmakers with visions and still fight for the right thing you yeah. know he can both he approaches it like an artist even though he's not you know most studios most executives are. Going, they're not agonizing over choices they make. They're just in, instituting their will. Right. And Feige is an agonizing artist, according to Scott Derrickson. Well, which is interesting. I, he really is a sympathetic character too. Like, I, so I rewatched Iron Man, and I forgot that um, Avi Arad was oh, yeah. a, the exec producer with Feige at the time. So uh, Avi is the guy who is now um, the rights holder of Marvel's deal with Sony. So Avi owns Spider-Man, basically. And anytime you saw like um Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock and all that stuff, that was that was mm-hmm. his executive producing stuff. He was an Israeli business investor, billionaire, and bought Marvel when it was like a, a toy line. He bought it to make toys mm. and sat on the rights. And then when the movie started happening, this guy made a lot of money. Not necessarily a visionary when it comes to like creative storytelling. So Feige very early on got him and Ike Perlmuter, the guy who's in charge of Marvel TV, mm. who were like in charge of stuff to sort of like go to the sidelines. Had he not done that, I don't think we would have the MCU as, mm-hmm. as we did today. And like the fact that he was able to do that and still go back to Avi and get a deal made with Spider-Man homecoming and stuff is incredible. I mean, the dude's obviously, he used to be his assistant. That So that's incredible to me. Like, and he was just like a nerdy guy who wanted to get into film. Yeah. And now he's created the most successful film franchise yeah. ever. Um, yeah. So a couple a couple things. Do we think that at the end of Endgame, I feel like after 22 movies and all of this stuff going on and all the problems that are going to be presented moving forward of like, do we reference this? And and the constant like building on, you know, layer of, of cake and upon cake. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'd be more interested in an MCU that got rebooted totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like 
Iron Man just starts over. Like no. he snaps in it. I'm serious. And we just start over and then we just move but on. But then you've got to get rid of like the new characters who live in the or, same world as Robert Downey Jr. did. Or or if it's, you know, you build it into the narrative that, that you know, the half the half that stayed go and, you know, whatever. I'm willing to bet they've they've figured out what their kind of next step main main storyline is going to be to where they soft reboot but still use the characters that we've been using. It might not like, I don't build think it's gonna the be, way that it has over the last it 10 might, years. It might yeah. build starting now or it might, yeah. you know, but I think I think we're going to be largely done with what has happened. I mean, we've lost our yeah. best villain. That's the big thing. Like there is now no, we've got Galactus. We don't have, but we either of we, we have we have the possibility to to have Galactus. There are three villains that the Fox acquisition gives us the possibility of using, which would be very interesting. The one that I think is most likely, especially with the time stuff, is Kang the Conqueror, who's basically like time More traveling. Time Thanos. travel, oh, but he he can go back and uh, steal things from alternate timelines. That was his whole thing. Was that like he would he would go to a timeline where he won or had, and and bring his army over and it's awful. Um, there's a nihilist who was uh, a nihilist. Yeah, they already did that in Big Lebowski. <laughs> a there's a, there was there's three a nihilist uh, who was uh, a Fantastic Four villain that basically like comes through the quantum realm, the micro okay. micro realm, and so so like all, yeah, there's a city in there. And then, yeah, and then um, uh, Galactus, who I think is probably the one that we should be building towards. Probably. Doctor Doom. You're right. I left Doctor Doom. Doom is pretty big. Celestials. I don't know that we're going to get the Celestials as villains. I think they're kind of like... You don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) My notes would beg to differ. (laughs) I don't see your notes. They're all up here, baby. Austin wings it. Come on. He's the wild card. my style, baby. He's the wild card. What, what What I do think I'd like, though, is like... And maybe we'll get this in Loki. Um, the Dark Avengers or uh, Masters of Evil, where we get the villains from the movies. Because by, by themselves, the villains from the Marvel movies until Thanos were not all that interesting. But together, getting to see like Hela and um, see, I can't even remember them. Uh, the others, Baron Mordred, yeah, Vulture. Like getting them together, that'd be, mm-hmm. Red that'd be Skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's still out there. Mm-hmm. I oh man, I yeah. wish that they had. They had there was a moment the there. Do you think he'll Cap. come back? No, I just what wanted scene? he and Cap to like have a scene. Oh, together. have a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, why didn't yeah, Cap should have gone? That that that's that what I'm saying. Well, he weird. could. I mean, he could have when he took the the stone back. When he's returning it, yeah. he's like, oh hey, I'm actually bringing this back. Yeah. So how did he return the Soul Stone? I think you just throw it. You just put it. No, but but then to return it, you sacrifice someone you hate. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. we go. So but to have it, you kill someone. To give it back, do I get someone back? He just threw it in the he just I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. feel like it's uh, time travel. There's actually a and, there's actually a, a slot outside that you just drop it in, like blockbuster. <laughs> like, a, like a blockbuster. Oh yeah, Black <laughs> Widow died. Yeah, oh yes. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. See that's how much we don't care about Black Widow. <laughs> no. It's like, oh yeah, she died. We didn't talk about I, Hawkeye or Black Widow dude, at all. That gave me the no. part of the movie that I wish felt my felt more about was that. A hundred percent. I don't I did not really like their fighting to die. I that was it. almost I comical. It. No, I liked it how, a lot. How yeah, that's long, a, the tone of that was that just was not, so weird. Yeah. No, it, I'm gonna kill myself. Like, no, I'm gonna kill myself. And I just, I actually, I like those characters together in other movies. But yeah. for this trip they were on, I just, I didn't feel it as much as I wanted to. I, I didn't. Okay, didn't Black care. Widow's getting a movie prequel. Uh, yeah. Or 
Or uh, does it all topsy-turvy? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's spaghetti. I guess it's got to be a prequel. Well, that's what we would assume, but... See, that's why I yeah. think it would almost be interesting if they used the Infinity Gauntlet and created multiple timelines that are can't, all screwed up. You can't I would that. not like you that can't do at that. all. Well, that's what they're doing do with DC. With film audience. Oh, yeah, they're doing a great job. Yeah, how's that going? Actually, yeah. the last couple have done pretty well. Aquaman yeah, they, and Shazam. They're, but and, they're not like... You really still, related. You don't jo- really know what's happening between yeah, them. Yeah, but like Joker, Scorsese's Joker takes place God knows where. There was like a, a uh, set photo of a 1966 Adam West Batmobile on that set. I don't know how that's... <laughs> well, the difference is they never set anything up like Marvel did. I mean, yeah. at this point, they, people are expecting multiple movies interconnected leading to bigger storylines. And you, you kind of have to deliver that. So I'm actually... I know you're kind of like, oh, just reboot it. We're done. I'm actually... Very yeah, excited, I'm excited to sort of start yeah. over with new And they can stuff. just get weird immediately, like they have been oh, for, yeah. about, for the last few years. Yeah, they don't just... have to take 10 years. They could do it in five, easy, because we're all already accustomed to it. And you know what they want? Another billion dollars. So I, mean, I think we'll get it sooner than later. The pop culture shorthand is exciting that I could tell, you know, say, scroll, and you would know, you wouldn't think I was crazy. Well, no, I still do, but I would know what you meant. Yes. Yeah. So, so, I mean, they have created a really nice shorthand, and I hope that there's some interesting stories i mean i feel like there are so many stories left to be told and again we alluded to it yeah. earlier the x-men are coming fantastic four is coming um i'm actually less excited about that i don't care i don't i, I don't i'm, I'm don't gonna care. care when marvel does it maybe correct hope, maybe maybe i, I think i i hope the fantastic no four is a that. genre film i think if they like the the They're reason the those movies don't work because they suck and they're bad characters. And the, the thing is the worst. Oh <laughs> Inherently, those characters uh, come out of the 1960s, and it's much that that era was so. I want to say that it happened. The Fantastic Four premiered before we landed on the moon, so the space race was a really big part of it, which is why they were cosmic. We landed on the moon. Well, they faked that too. Before the two nine eleven. Before Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Um, you think the thing needs to have pants? I think he's got to have pants. He's got to have pants. He looks so weird when he doesn't yeah. have pants. The Hulk had to have mm-hmm. pants. The thing needs yeah. to have pants too. Yeah, because there's a dick. So that we who, don't want to see. In the mm-hmm. current iteration of the MCU, who do we think is done? Uh, Other than Cap obviously and Cap and Iron Man. Black do we think, Widow. Like, well, I guess she's getting a show. Yeah, she's getting a show, they, but it seems like everybody else wants well, Hawk, to... Well, yeah. Hawkeye's going to stick around. I think He's that, one, they're going to have him sort of hang around to maybe start the Young Avengers. They were kind of alluding to that. What's the Young Avengers? They're teen titans of the Marvel Universe, the younger Avengers. They're, oh. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Well, that doesn't sound exciting. You don't know it's going to happen. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> well, they sort of set it up. Yeah, I, I do have to watch it because I hang out with you guys, and if I don't see it... <laughs> Captain, Captain Marvel, um, her best friend's daughter becomes Photon. Um, Cassie Lang, who jumped five years, is, uh-huh. is eventually going to become the worst superhero name. Stature. Stature? Yeah, she can get big or tall, small like her dad. Without I hardly know her. Um, I think... <laughs> There it yeah, for I think, you, Max. I think there's something, some something that happens that she doesn't. She need doesn't need a suit, so she's like the the fifty foot woman. Kind of, yeah. She, it's an interesting character, and then Kate Bishop, um, which I think they're alluding is going to be Hawkeye's daughter, becomes Hawkeye. I know. I'm sorry, guys. It's a lot. It's I'm a lot. interested. I know you are, buddy. Isn't this exciting, guys? <laughs> well, we had to figure out a way to. But okay, so Thor's joining the Guardians. Chris, Chris Hemsworth yeah. is going to be along for the ride. Uh, Jeremy Renner has nothing to do, so I would be shocked if he was done. Sam Man. Jackson will ride this out forever. 
Yeah. Yeah, I liked how he just well, he's already, stood there in this movie. He's yeah, in, in Spider Man. That funeral was kind of like the state. Like it. It very much that felt like the franchise. Kind of like, well, just a reminder. Here's yeah. who we have here's left. We have left. Yeah. And like yeah. Ty Simpkins, the kid from Iron Man Three. Yeah. Which that, I saw him in. A, I saw him in a, one. a production yeah. no. of. Um, no, three is way better than two. I saw rewatch them. Two is unwatchably terrible. I saw that kid in a production yep. of Cabaret. I didn't realize what? it was him. Yes. Who the fuck was he in Cabaret? He he played the the American guy. Really? Was, yeah. What? And I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And then at, at the end of the show, I looked at the thing. I was like, it's Ty Simpkins from my least He's favorite Iron Man. Gotta be like, you guys are crazy. Fifteen? Yeah. Three what is, production was this? three is good. Three is good. I've come around. No, three, three is, is good. Awful. It's not, no. How is it awful? Sean? It's not it's awful. awful. I don't like it. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not a good movie. I think it's awful. The but it's like the, it's but, the most yeah interesting. you don't. You, you don't, you, don't, you don't like it. A quality film. <clears throat> That's oh, true. I'm not. I'm not questioning the filmmaking prowess of it. I just don't. It's a better. It's made much film no, than no, Iron no. Man Two. Oh, oh yeah, I prefer Iron Man Two. I Iron like Man. Iron again, Man Two again. Hey, preference. Yeah. Listen, listen. Objectivity. Re- There's it, a spectrum no. here. It's <laughs> very hard to distinguish. Preference this is and this is what it's like to live on the internet. The, per, what you like and what you don't like. <laughs> He's What's moving correct. his hands very. <laughs> yeah. You see, I'm using man. my. Yeah, I have, uh, I have elongated a, my wings. He has a blade. Oh. <laughs> As the kids say, when is the last attacked. time? When is the last time you watched two and three? Because I will, yeah, a long time. Because I will say I held that opinion as well. No, two was better than three until I recently rewatched both of those bird. movies. Again. Two is <laughs> laughably unwatchably terrible, and three is actually good because it, it the, the, how it deals with Tony Stark's character and him dealing with his PTSD is really interesting. And once you get like I was mad because they teased the Mandarin; it wasn't the Mandarin. But once you get past that, Guy Pierce is a great bad guy in that movie, right. and that whole subplot is is really good. Also, it's much better than two. Like I told you, in a Marvel one shot that was paired with what Iron Man three, they do introduce like like the possibility of a real yeah. Mandarin. Yeah, because yeah. they just can't. And that's the thing, is because at the end, this is a franchise that yeah. they can't not put things back on the table. I don't think that Ty Simpkins from Iron Man 3 is be- going to become the next Iron Man, but I also think they don't know that he 100% won't. Yeah, for sure. So they had him yeah. there just in case yeah, right. the Kiki Williams Ironheart thing doesn't work out or Morgan doesn't take over, you know. All right. Um, I got so excited when they introduced Pepper Potts armor mm-hmm. rescue. I was really bummed they didn't. I, there wasn't time, but I was really bummed they didn't explain the significance of that. I'm mm-hmm. glad they didn't because I don't care. I think it's really <laughs> cool in a storyline called Stork Resilient. But it was in the middle of the epic ending battle yeah. of twenty. No, they, yeah, they, they, they don't have, have enough time. So in What's a storyline called Stark Resilient, it's introduced that he oh, wants to make God. a suit for Pepper, <laughs> and Pepper's a pacifist. This is the fourth time I've heard him explain this <laughs> since we saw that movie. <laughs> to other people, but I've just been I've present. Been there. Well, go ahead. <laughs> What's the rest? Uh, Pepper Potts is a pacifist, so she doesn't want to hurt anybody. So Tony gives her a suit that allows her to repel people and like basically protect people with shields and use magnets. So she doesn't actually hurt anyone. She has no weapons. It's she, really cool. She rescues them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Speaking so, of so rescue, back, though, back to moments. My, this my, my, my this least podcast. favorite part of the movie, yes, was Tony Stark getting rescued by Captain Marvel. I wanted him to solve it himself. Very like in the reminiscent way he escaped from the cave. I wanted him to yeah. solve it. There were a couple moments, honestly, in oh, this yeah. it, in this big epic movie. There were a couple moments like that that I was like bothered by the timing and the dialogue. Like when when Sam come comes back, Fal- oh. Falcon. Oh, I love that moment. So no, I love the moment. What bothered me though was on your left, and it wasn't immediately Falcon 
It it should have oh. been on your left and Falcons there. Instead, it was on your left. Portal opens, and the first thing we see is Black Panther because that's what the general audience wants to see. But for me, from a storytelling standpoint, Falcon is going to be the next Captain America, so he should be the guy that you see first. I hate Falcon. <laughs> you do. And I hate the character. You I do. hate the actor. Every time I see him in interviews, I think he's kind of a dick. I I hate him. I hate that character. I also don't like Captain America, so all, everything related to oh, Captain America. Oh, what? Like you like Captain America? No, I don't he like Captain America. He hates Winter Soldier. We've been over that. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, yeah. I need to watch it again because I might have different feelings, but I hate Captain America. Yeah, I can see, I can see that complaint. So that, that moment, yeah. the other moment mm-hmm. was when Iron Man died. What really bothered me. Spoiler, Jesus. Was, <laughs> was that he didn't get the final word in it. He didn't make a joke. Oh. What? I wanted him. What do you mean, what final word? Like, like he didn't say anything. He just there was died. no quirk or any like like any time oh, no, he's gotten close to death. He... No, but oh. in the film, anytime he's gotten close to death, that was too much franchise fiddling for me. When Spider Man's the first one to talk to dying Tony Stark and not his wife, like yeah, but she's I, the last one. Yeah, she's the last. She one. She literally pushes she, him out of the way. I know. She was like, she okay, gives kid. him permission to die. Yeah, that's bad. And that was perfect. set up earlier when he's when she's like, "Could you yeah. rest yeah. if you didn't do this?" Yeah. I wanted, I just wanted him. Now. I yeah. wanted him to do it. Like that's all. It would have some. It's in line with his character. Would have taken away the from the I, but I his, am Iron Man. I really liked his, his just last facial words. acting in that last bit. There was no. He said the only word he said was pepper. Yeah. He just barely got out of pepper. I and want, that was it. And I wanted Thanos to say something. I really did. When he was sitting on the log, there was that long shot of him. Like, <laughs> I wanted him to have the realization of like. Oh, it was all on his face. Though. No, <laughs> yeah. but it, never it, it even cuts got off to see my the keg. dick. Yeah, <laughs> or, or like, um, yeah, at least Ant Man didn't climb up my butt. So, <laughs> what, I, what I really wanted was him to go like, the dude's super into balance. That's kind of his kink. Half of his army just got wasted, and it'd be like, well, perfectly that's balanced. perfectly balanced. Like, no, that's like terrible. Some satisfaction, but he's a maybe man. we spitball some other ideas, and maybe I'd come around. I liked his just like sad, I liked it too, yeah. defeating. Like, well, I that's it. Yeah, yeah but at no, that he point, just sits there. No, you're right. He's I, I kind of dying. Rock, I agree with you. It's at that point. Stop. Eh. <laughs> oh God! What reality? Snap <laughs> <laughs> <Never> no! back. Because <laughs> that was a more complicated. That would have been a more complicated way to end it. And we've gotten a lot of complicated Thanos. Now is a time where we just want to feel. Victory. Yeah. Well, right. so so Thanos has never lost before, mm-hmm. and and I wanted to hear what his philosophy was on that because there were some moments like, yeah, he's a great character. I'm really actually bummed that we lost that character. <laughs> Why? I got a podcast in about five minutes. You have a podcast? We have a podcast. <laughs> Why don't you Cur- do our podcast? Currently doing a podcast. Are you are you hey, joining? What, what do you think of in? Avengers and uh, Endgame? Um, I want to see it. My son won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Guys, gotta see the other few. Yeah. He, he hasn't seen like yeah. any of them. There's only 22 movies to go, buddy, and then we'll take you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? We'll, uh, and I was like, okay. I really wanted to tell him Iron Man dies. <laughs> oh, I really wanted no. to just spoil. He oh, walked into God. the whole podcast. Who knows what I was going to say? You could, and he'd forget by the time he saw it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I didn't oh, see that coming. Yeah. You'd be like, I told you. Yeah. yeah. What's this? Uh-huh. Why Superman got a robot on? <laughs> uh, what were you saying, bro? Who knows? <laughs> Who, knows? Who can really say? One thing I do think Captain America going back in time may open us up for is the possibility of him... Um, starting another team or like there, cause there is an existence of the secret Avengers and but that the invaders. Would, that would require Chris Evans. 
participation. Right. Yeah. Or these people, <laughs> or these people show it. up in the next film and say, Captain America started us. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's really well, easy. This is the beautiful thing about Stark Industries is mm-hmm. now he's gone, RDJ's gone, but you just have Star. his picture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So archival footage goes a long way. And, mm-hmm. and Steve, or, Speaking yeah. of archival... Uh, Natalie Portman? Yeah, was that... Did they... I couldn't tell. I was, I, she was at the premiere. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's just our show. She doesn't interact yeah, with She doesn't interact yeah, with no, anybody. Just rocket. Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. so. That whole yeah. scene was so unnecessary, I thought. Mm-hmm. I know. All the Dark World stuff? Yeah, he just hates Dark World. Uh, yeah, I... I, I don't just, hate Dark do. World, but I like the... The beats. Admittedly, that's yeah. when I got up to pee the second time I saw it. it oh, we didn't even talk about Korg. Happening. Oh, oh playing Fortnite. Yeah. A new, new Asgard. Asgard. That was oh. one of my favorite moments. You get Hulk and Rocket on that little track, or yeah. that little like truck. truck. Yeah. Oh my and God. then the song playing, whatever what? that was. That was like that felt oh. like um uh, what was the movie with Ben Stiller where he's um Walter Mitty? Yeah, it felt yeah. like a Walter Mitty moment. <laughs> like Hulk's going on a soul searching road trip with the <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Korg and Meek. Yeah, Hulk and Meek and Hulk and Rocket. Yeah, it was great. Um, Okay, so can we pick uh, a Marvel MCU MVP? MCU MVP. Out of the 22 movies. The whole MCU? Yeah, I'd say... Like like a movie or a character? Anything. A a character. I'd say, no, I'd say a character. A character? Yeah. Not not a director or anything? Or an actor? If you have an actor in mind or a director, yeah, yeah, that's fine. MVP... Meaning, like, in what way? Like, 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 like story-wise, big picture, the, the, whatever you're These films of. have been made better in some way by this person's involvement. Okay. In my opinion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do, Do you have one? I actually, I, it occurred to me during this film, um, and I'm shocked, uh, Don Cheadle. Because I, I, I actually think Don Cheadle, for me, is uh-huh. so great as War Machine. Um, he's so funny. He had nothing to work with. That was, that's what yeah. hit my brain was like, I never really liked, um, uh, War Machine, but the last few movies, he really started to come up with like this great flavor for him where, and especially in this bit with like, you know, what mm-hmm. if we go back and just kill baby Thanos and he does this yeah. great hand gesture. Yeah. It was equal parts. He was really funny. He had nothing to work with in Iron Man too, Mm-mm. you know, and, and they really sidelined, War Machine becoming like a bigger character. Um, I think he's great. I think he's charming. I think he's really funny. I think the stuff with him and Nebula was really, especially in this movie, was great. Yeah. Um, going back and rewatching um, uh, Infinity War when he's like choosing to side with Cap. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he is my MCU MVP for many, many reasons. Interesting. Yeah. I might have to go, I'm just going to go with character and actor. I'd go with Paul Rudd. Oh. He was so good in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, the the moment where he sees his daughter got me. Oh, oh my god, his acting yeah. in that moment and the, it was just one shot and it goes from like him to her back to him and like in that moment he's effectively all of us. Like just learning about everything and just not understanding the world and I was still at that point in the movie. Uh, yeah, I, he just yeah he, and he carried had to, it. He had to sell most of that first third with yeah. coming back and te- telling them about the quantum realm with him not knowing anything about it, <laughs> just being a buffoon who just lived in the in in that arena for right. a while. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I just love everything. He stole mine. Everything he did. Yeah, he's great. Uh, mine, no surprise, is going to be James Gunn because I think he was very good in this movie. <laughs> in terms of when you think about his. Pretty much everything cosmic in the MCU, James Gunn was 
I pretty much at the forefront of it. Because, like, the the jump points, you know, and just anything outer space, and even, like, the Power Stone, and, like, he kind of gives you the first glimpse of Infinity Stones and, like, what they are and what they mean. And, and his, and Infinity War especially, is just, like, oozes James Gunn's contribution. Yeah. I think, I think no other person, aside from Kevin Feige, has contributed as much to the overall MCU as James Gunn. Because, like, from Guardians on, like, his shit is very much... Like, Ragnarok, I don't think, exists without Guardians. I I agree, this, I agree yeah. with you. This movie also gave me one of my favorite moments, which is directly referencing and poking fun at Guardians 1, which is when Peter Quill's dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then it cuts away to the music that's, <laughs> yeah. like... Oh it's my just god! It's, it's just him. Yeah. It's like an iconic scene that now we're just yeah. shitting on. Yeah, yeah. And it's I uh-huh. I love that. And also, uh-huh. but also the when that song played because it was taking us out of Thor: Dark World mm-hmm. in the Guardians. Yeah, because it starts to play under Thor's like yeah happiness. I because James Gunn had created such a great moment. I got I felt myself getting. Uh, like excited, I right? Was like, mm-hmm. well, and even like the, the needle drops of like seventies rock tunes. That's James Gunn, and yeah. that that was an Infinity War when they referenced the Guardians. But even in this one, they had that um, the rocket ship song. Who is that? It's uh, Let me take you on a little trip. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But that's under Thor going to, or that's under Hulk and Rocket going to New Asgard. Yeah. So that's like a seven, that's a small thing, but that's a Mm -hmm. 70s soft rock needle drop. That would have felt really weird. That's a James Gunn contribution. I mean, it's just... Mm -hmm. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most, is three, Guardians 3. Me too. Like Mm -hmm. That's the future for me of the MCU. He's just so, he's contributed so massively, and that's why I think Disney was smart and never really intended to let him go, Mm because like, no, 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 he's... No, no. Who gives a shit about these terrible jokes he told ten years ago? Like right. that, that guy prints money. Yeah, we're good. Fire my golden goose. No, no. What do you think? Uh, my MVP, without being too boring, is is John Favreau, despite having directed uh, my least favorite MCU movie in Iron Man Two. But, th- <laughs> but thank you, because like I think he definitely deserves. <laughs> yeah, to be because I now. mean, going back to the beginning, it's it's Feige, it's Favreau, it's Robert Downey Jr. Like, who would have given John Favreau this movie? Like, what in your Crazy ass mind. He just came out as a thorough, which is good, but like didn't do and didn't yeah, make any money. Bombed hard. Uh, and before that, what did he direct that, that yeah. could Elf. prove you could do this? The good movies, sure, but yeah. like John Favreau. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he not only started this whole thing, set a tone, which was they were able to build from. He's been Happy Hogan in many really great scenes, and mm-hmm. honestly, when going back and watching it the second time, the. Only two times this this go round where I teared up was when he was talking to Morgan. And it was like your dad liked cheeseburgers, yeah. and I just was oh. like his delivery of that is so fucking earnest yeah. and it's yeah. so good. I'm gonna give you give you all the give you all the cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh. <laughs> so so yeah, those moments too. That that moment and oh my god, you're right. Yeah, because I just watched Iron Man last night. Yeah. He's he's consistently no matter how heavy he gets, <laughs> he's consistently <laughs> great. He's he's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And he's has a, he has a big role in Iron Man three, which he's really great in. And yeah. then just, he's still yeah. he's gonna still be in them. I mean, yeah. he's and in he's been Spider-Man. executive producing, so he's had a voice in you know at yeah. some yeah. Ex- to some extent. He's in Far From Home. Yeah. I mean, and he had a yeah. huge role in Homecoming too. Yeah. He was like yeah. in it more oh, than yeah, yeah. than Tony Stark. It's yeah. just crazy to think about when they were making that ten years ago. It was a one off, and then. They threw in that little Nick Fury tease just for I fun, know, and right. it's like not ever intending for ten years of chaos to come uh, out of that. Although I didn't, I honestly forgot that Agent Coulson shows up in Iron Man, and they introduce Shield 
in Iron Man. Oh. But then that oh, gets they? confusing too. Yeah. That's a plot hole. It's but... it's he's in Iron Man, Coulson's there, and he and they're calling it Strategic Homeland, and they keep making a joke about like, you gotta get better better acronym. Like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, everybody tells us that. Yeah. And then in the end he decides to call it Shield. Absolutely. That was there in Captain Marvel. Yeah, like, but that it's just there. confusing yeah. because it's it's been Shield for a while. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I think this yeah. just have sure. to like retcon that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a close second to me would also be Joss Whedon. People forget what Joss Whedon did. Like yeah. he The Avengers is still a fantastic that, movie. Yeah. And I back up Age of Ultron because Age of Ultron actually set up a lot of what we ended up getting, just didn't all work cohesively as well as right. we'd have liked to. But yeah, I need to and, watch it again because it's so integral to yeah. Civil War. Well, especially this movie when they go mm. back into that movie. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. they go to First Avengers. I was talking about the second one, Ultron. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you that fool. movie set up my favorite moment in the entire MCU is when Captain America gets gets to wield Mjolnir at the end. And I, my fucking, I don't know what inside me was shaking, but I was shaking. <laughs> I was physically like, <laughs> Do you need to die? <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is my favorite. This is, I've never felt more like out, was, of, out of touch with reality. I told Austin the one thing, and it would have been too much, but the one thing it. I was like, because in the beginning when Iron Man's all skinny and crazy and has the shades, he hands him an Iron Man suit and says, you put this on, uh, when Thanos comes, use it and run. Yeah. So like he had in theory, an Iron Man suit and Mjolnir and, and, uh, the, the shield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I wanted to see this and this <laughs> and this That's and just lot. like, yeah, that'd have been oh, a lot. Oh, been so much. <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot, a lot. I wanted that. Yeah. That, that's his. Uh, I smiled when he picked it up. It doesn't I, sm- <laughs> I you know, I needed to be yeah. locked up somewhere. That's how happy I was. I was uncomfortable with my physical reaction. <laughs> I was like, this is not how people should react. People cheered because when I they smiled, alluded yeah. to it in Age of Ultron, yeah. and he just tugs it, and that's, Thor gets a little nervous. That's my favorite moment. It's of that movie so too. funny. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. But then to have that payoff, uh, I don't think they ever knew that that was going to be a payoff. When they made that movie, no, 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 no I don't no. think anything. Think it was that, literally that, just to establish that they could trust Vision later in the movie, right? Maybe. Well, because they they have a conversation where they're talking to him and they're like, "How do how do we even know we can trust you?" Yeah, and he like hands. The, yeah, that I thought that was literally the point of that, but and they could never have anticipated this little joke. I don't know because that's the thing, like like this. Captain America ever wield Mjolnir in the comics? I feel like he yeah, does. He does. He yeah, does. so like I feel like they were building to that at some point. Maybe not right then and there, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. when Kevin Feige's planning out the last one, he's like, "So Cap's gonna get the hammer." Uh, but we destroyed it. Yeah. So hence going back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> makes sense. It does make sense. I guess it makes sense. I still don't think we needed to go to Dark World, especially because uh, the- that other stone was in 2014. Oh, God. He's just so, so theory- mad they went to Dark World. <laughs> no, I, I read a theory. That's all he's bitched about. Like, They're going to go to Dark World. <laughs> Stupid. Just talk to his mom. Could have gone to a different time. <laughs> you don't even give a shit. Dark World so Could have had Fantastic Four. Could have gone to the Baxter building. Should we colonel this? Let's colonel yeah. this, bitch. Colonels. Why, Sean? Do you have somewhere to be? No, Sean is. Oh, there's nothing, do. nothing going on this weekend. <laughs> nothing is more important to Sean than spending time with his friends, and he would never, <laughs> he would never leave us to watch something that he's seen to then watch something that he could no. push pause on and watch anytime he wanted. That'd be, that'd be terrible, and he wouldn't do that. Of course not. Oh, but he did. This is in reference to uh, the Game of Thrones episode. We recorded this the night of the 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 long night, the battle episode. 
and Sean was itching to get out of here to leave us to go and uh, watch a show about swords and dragons. So that's the kind of man he is. Brock, you go. Okay. Um, did we talk about things we didn't like? Just, I did a little bit. Was there something you didn't like? It was too long and a little slow. On on that note, like you could have cut, you, you could have probably found twenty minutes to come out of it. It was long. It was slow. And, and I and I enjoyed it, but like let's go, yeah, kind of like yeah, let's get let's get to yeah. a, a little quicker. And Infinity Ward was a better paced film, I think. Infinity Ward, yeah, it was. A, I think Infinity Ward is a better movie. It's like uh, uh. wall to wall. It is. It's, <laughs> it was perfect. Oh, it is. I think it's perfectly paced. I think it's. Uh, it the is. Screenplay is. It's just wall to wall. Infinity. I would. I would say Infinity War is a better movie. I certainly enjoyed it more, and I would actually argue it is a better movie. I think inherently it's, it's easier to ask questions and set things up than it is to answer them and close yeah. things out. So I. So I think it had an easier task, but you watched Infinity War and it's just wall to. F- Wall, perfectly paced, great, perfectly balanced, perfectly. I've also it is a seen it like balanced fifty film. times. So yeah, I've seen I mean, it a lot. I, I might feel differently after Endgame. I don't know that I'd seen myself watching Endgame multiple times. I'm not as much. As I'm Infinity gonna go War. see it a couple more times. I saw Infinity War in theaters like seven times. I saw it five. I saw it five. Oh, nerds! <laughs> I think I saw it twice in theaters. I'll probably see this one again, but. I I very much enjoyed it, but Infinity War is a better time. It's inherently not a thing you, I think most people want to go back to often in game. Like it's it's so emotional. It's a lot, which is great. It's a whole lot, and it's it, there's a lot of yeah. It's it's heavier. It's, yeah, it's yeah, heavier. yeah. Like I I honestly watch Age of Ultron maybe more than any of these other movies. Cause really? It's very much a middle chapter. I think Age it's of one. Ultron. I think it's fun, but it's like it's very it's episodic. It's not really tied to much else. Mm-hmm. I can just sit and watch that and get a decent like middle chapter of a story that's still contained and fun. But like that's that's the point of like I've watched Infinity, Infinity War a shit ton too because eh, you can just watch it and yeah. not have to be yeah. super emotionally invested. Yeah, you, know? you can just sort of jump in. Yeah. And the Colonels? Yeah, speaking Colonels. of not being superly emotionally invested, our listener oh. is ready to stop. <laughs> we have to think to of our stop. listener. Oh, God. Like they this has gone on yet. as long as Endgame. <clears throat> yeah. So... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, okay, it's been a little while since I've done my RDJ, but I'm going to go ahead and give this 50 million kernels, which is about how much it would cost per dollar per kernel to get RDJ to cameo in another Marvel movie. (laughs) So I'm giving Endgame 50 million kernels for all the dollars Kevin Feige is saving by killing Iron Man. (laughs) I'm going to give Avengers Endgame 1.2 billion industry-crushing, fan-loving kernels. For this being the Sunday, the third official day in its release, and it has made $1.2 billion worldwide. It's insane. And I love that everyone loves it, and a lot of people have gone and seen it, but it is crushing the industry, and it is ultimately not a good thing. I love you, Endgame. (laughs) I love you. Please stop. (laughs) I give Endgame 3,000 kernels, because I love it 3,000. You see, Brock, Iron Man's daughter says... To Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that she loves him three thousand, and it was very sweet and emotionally uh, stirring. I'm just happy you didn't find a way to give it one something, Colonel. Is that do I do that a lot? Yeah, your your go to is that I'll give it, it one in. something something something. You tied it in something. thematically to the yeah. to the yeah. It was beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> cool. Uh, I 
going to give it two kernels because oh. there were two Captain Americas and two perfect Americas asses. Oh, <laughs> and two butt cheeks. Two butt Well, four. Well, four. four butt cheeks. <laughs> oh, God. Four kernels for each butt cheek of America's oh, so ass. That's 16. It is. Oh, my God. Okay. Simple math. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. You know, we went and saw this movie. It was three yeah. hours long. Yeah. Didn't. Hard to stay awake during that movie. Oh, man. Right? Hard to stay awake. Hard to pee. But you know what isn't hard? <laughs> my dick, when I think about lesser coffees. But when I think about that sweet, sweet Death Wish coffee, I become more erect than a green whole c- though. If you're going to go see Endgame, and you should, well, you probably have if you've listened to this, but when you go to see Endgame that second time, and you need to get yourself psychologically ready, emotionally ready for the highs and lows, you get yourself a big trough of that sweet, sweet Death Wish coffee. And here's the beautiful thing about the limited edition Death Wish coffee Avengers Endgame's troughs. Once you have emptied the trough, because you drank all the coffee, that becomes your personal pee-pee bucket. Because this is a long movie, and you just drank a trough of coffee, you're going to have to pee-pee. Don't miss a second of the action, you go pee-pee. And here's the beautiful thing about Death Wish Coffee. Death Wish Coffee is so caffeinated, that pee-pee is basically coffee. You can drink it again. It's sustainable, it's organic, it's homegrown, it's the closest you can get to the source. Death Wish cares about the planet, you care about the planet, Captain planet cares about the planet and he's a captain like captain america and here's the great thing guys if you go to the death wish website you'll get not one not five because you're not tweeting about it but you will get three dollars off any whatever you order you can get some coffee you can get a mug you can get your pee pee trough whatever you want it's on the death wish website and remember kids keep tweeting Hashtag bump up the unpop promo code so we can get that $3 to $5 and you can save more money. You're not tweeting about the money. You don't want to save money. I, I don't know what the f*** is going on. But in the meantime, enjoy that sweet, sweet Death Wish coffee. Death Wish. You don't drink it. You have Death Wish. Perfect. Perfectly balanced. <laughs> in every way. Oh, I could have done a riff on that, but I did just this. <laughs> <laughs> in a world. Too time. late. That was good. Bye, friends. Signing off. Bye. Bye.